And welcome in, everybody, to another edition of the Future Blue Podcast on the Fans First Sports Network and the Block M Podcast Network. My name is Vaughn Lozon, and, uh, you know, it's a special episode today. Not only do we have a lot of recruiting stuff to break down with commitments and upcoming official visitors for this weekend, but I get to introduce all of you to my brand new co-host on the podcast and, uh, uh, Zach Brininger, he, uh, my interim co-host, uh, not able to make it today. He'll probably make uh, a few appearances here and there on the podcast. But uh, with me today is Tyler Seeley, new contributor here with uh, uh, the Block M Podcast Network and with MazeandBrew.com. Going to be doing uh, some writing, some recruiting stuff, and uh, also joining me on the podcast. So really excited to have Tyler on, and he has... Uh, you know, podcast experience as well. If you're uh, interested in the Detroit Red Wings, he has a Red Wings podcast that uh, he can certainly plug here as well. I'll let him talk about that. But uh, uh, lo and behold, Tyler Seeley, uh, welcome to the show, man. And uh, thanks for thanks for hopping on. And, uh, you know, I'm really excited to have you on. How are you today? And uh, yeah, introduce yourself to uh, to the listeners. Absolutely. I'm, gl- I'm glad to be here for sure. Um I have a lot of knowledge in terms of the Michigan football program, uh, a lot of knowledge in terms of the Detroit Red Wings. I couldn't be happier to be here. I'm sorry my voice is kind of where it is right now in terms of the allergies, but um, definitely going to gut through this here. Um, Vaughn, definitely glad to be on here. Um, I've been doing podcasting about almost 10 years now, um, off and on. Um, I've done the Red Wings podcast for about eight years straight now. i I was uh, I did the in the big house podcast for uh, Blue by ninety under their umbrella last year, um, so I had a lot of fun. I'm really glad to be able to talk Michigan football. Um, I am a fan, but also um, when it comes to um, things, I am fair, and so if something needs to be criticized or you know something needs to be said that you know is unpopular, I'm going to say it. So, um, but I'm I'm really glad to, for you guys to have me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, welcome aboard, man. Could not be more excited, and and uh, thanks for sharing your uh, your your background with us. That's sure, uh, likewise. Re- really cool. Yeah, yeah, no uh, doubt. The other thing that people should probably know, I'm not unfortunately local. I'm actually in Massachusetts, so a diehard Michigan fan and and diehard follower of the program. Um, but I am remote. I am in Massachusetts, so that's a little fun fact about me. There you go. We we won't hold it against you. It's all good. Uh, we, we have, we have a lot of contributors that go far and wide, um, you know, across the country, you know, you're in Massachusetts. I am in Michigan. We've got, uh, contributors from, uh, Wisconsin and, uh, Chicago. I mean, kind of all over the map. So, um, you know, the, the, the block M goes very far. It's not it just Ann Arbor. So it's, uh, it's really cool, but, but yeah, let's, let's get into the meat potatoes of the podcast today. Cause we got a lot to go over and not a whole lot of time, unfortunately. So really, really big, uh, stuff happening this past weekend for the Michigan Wolverines on the recruiting trail. Uh, Tyler, you, you really come on board at the very best time because Michigan football recruiting is just on fire right now uh, with more commitments to come, but they picked up two over this past weekend. And uh, uh, let's chat about these guys. The first that we'll talk about uh, came, uh, this commitment came on Sunday and this was from 2024 four-star defensive lineman, Owen Wafel. Uh, he announced his commitment on his Twitter page. He is uh, listed at 6'2", 290 pounds. He's from Princeton, 
New Jersey. He is ranked number 41 along the defensive line, number eight from the state of New Jersey, and number 406 overall on the composite rankings of 24-7 sports. He was previously committed to Notre Dame, but uh, decommitted because he wanted to take a visit to Michigan and Notre Dame's asinine recruiting policy of you can't take visits as a committed player while he ended decommit and then take the visit and everything just unfolded from there. Uh, So he essentially took this official visit and uh, it really didn't take him very long to commit as he did so uh, this past Sunday. Last year, as a junior in high school, he racked up 64 tackles, 10 sacks, and also had seven quarterback pressures at Hun High School. And other than Michigan and Notre Dame, he had offers from Oklahoma, Michigan State, Boston College, Iowa, West Virginia, um, uh, just t- tons of other uh, pretty good programs in the mix for him. Uh, so, Tyler, I'll pass it to you, man. Uh, with, with the interior defensive line, Mike Elston, I mean, he's really loading up on these guys in this 24 class. They've already got several guys committed on the interior of the defensive line, and uh, it's looking to be like a really good class with him and Manuel Beigel and Jared Smith, the four-star defensive lineman. Uh, and, and then you throw in Ted Hammond, a four-star from uh, the state of Ohio as well. So uh, r- really solid interior defensive line prospect here with Owen Wafel. Uh, and uh, they, they were, I know that they were really excited to get him on board. And uh, it sounded like they were recruiting him for quite some time, even when he was committed to Notre Dame. So uh, really good pickup here, four-star prospect. I mean, I'll never complain about Michigan picking up a four-star guy. So I uh, want to turn it over to you, my friend, uh, with uh, uh, your thoughts on uh, this commitment and uh, I, I guess just how everything uh, came to be. No, absolutely. I mean, Jim Harbaugh and, and um, you know, the staff have, have been kind of on a heater in terms of recruiting, and it seems like it, it could end up continuing this weekend. Um, but, you know, Owen Wafel, I mean, uh, definitely uh, a guy that Michigan has wanted for a while. And then considering, you know, he was committed to Notre Dame and, and decommitted um, because of, again, their asinine policy that they have. Uh, at Notre Dame, but you know what? Well, one man's trash is another man's treasure. So um, Michigan will be happy with a four-star uh, defensive lineman, six-two-two-ninety. So um, I, I think you know that's going to be that's that's huge for Michigan. You know, and to continue uh, to to rack up these players and you know to get another four-star. I mean, that's that's huge for Michigan. I really, I really am quite happy with this twenty twenty-four recruiting class. And I think it continues this weekend as well, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, it really solid prospect. And yeah, I mean, Notre Dame and Oklahoma and Clemson, some of these schools. And I know I've, I've talked about this on the podcast. Like, I feel like I've talked about it more a lot recently. I, I just, the policy of no visits is just so dumb as a committed Clemson prospect to some of these. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Clemson, Notre Dame, Oklahoma. Uh, I, I just don't understand why these programs do that. It's just it really limiting the kid to I mean, I, I, I totally understand, like from their perspective, you don't want a kid to visit other schools and decommit, but that you kind of just have to let them go through the process and and just, you know, stay loyal to them and, and just trust that they'll stay loyal to you. But when it comes to Owen Wafel, really solid prospect and a guy that Elston has been recruiting for quite some time now, and they were kind of doing a lot of behind the scenes work, which set up the visit. 
to Michigan, which then uh, I guess set up his decommitment from Notre Dame. So it was really just a shoe in at that point for Michigan to get his commitment right when he decommitted from Notre Dame, you saw the crystal ball predictions roll in from Michigan. And it was more of like a, when is this going to happen? Not if is the, if is, uh, if gosh, I can't talk right now. (laughs) If this is going to happen, um, it's just, uh, really one of those undeniable things that when, when you see all the predictions come in at one time, right. When a kid decommits, you're kind of like, okay, I, I think I see where this is going. We kind of just got to wait it out a little bit. And that's exactly what happened. He, he took this official visit to Michigan over the weekend and pulled the trigger and he really didn't waste any time doing it. So uh really solid prospect and uh, a very welcome addition to Michigan's 24 class. So let's talk about the uh, next prospect here who uh, committed to the Maize and Blue. This happened just a day later. This happened on Monday. Uh, The Wolverines picked up a commitment from unranked defensive athlete in the 24 class by the name of Jaden Smith. And even though he's not ranked, Smith was sought after by several top-notch schools. Uh, That includes USC, uh, Miami, Utah, Kentucky, Virginia Tech, and others in the mix as well. He's listed at 6'3", 201 pounds. He is from Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, it, it really isn't entirely known where he's going to play at the collegiate level in Ann Arbor, but I can tell you it'll probably be at either the linebacker or safety position. Uh, he was offered by Michigan back in April, made his first trip to Ann Arbor on an unofficial visit the first week of June, and uh, he took an official visit last week to Virginia Tech, and then uh, the ensuing day uh, ended up pulling the trigger for Michigan. So he's going to come back on an official visit the final weekend of the month of June. So uh, he will be back in Michigan sooner rather than later. So uh, Tyler, um, this kid's really an intriguing prospect at 6'3", 201. Uh, He's got the speed to boot. I think I saw something the other day that said he had like a a 4.5 or, or, you know, mid four fours, 40 yard dash time, which is really good for a kid, his size. So, I mean, whether he bulks up and plays linebacker or, um, you know, sticks in the defensive backfield, I I think Michigan really has a a ball of clay that they can mold into whatever they want at this point, kind of similar to what they have with Cole Sullivan and Mason Curtis, a couple other defensive athletes in this class. So uh, take me through your thoughts of uh, him as a prospect. And, you know, it just the the guys that they're getting on defense in this class, really intriguing as far as a positional versatility goes. So uh, take me through your thoughts with all this one, Tyler. Yeah, anytime you can get a three-star athlete uh, where you don't really know where they're going to play. Um, and you know what? Good players are important to have. Jim Harbaugh has said it a million times. Um, but you know, in terms of getting another guy that's pretty long, you know, that six three two oh one, um, you know, he had offers from like you said, Kentucky and Miami and, and other places like that. Boston College is also on this list. Um, it's it's huge for Michigan. It really is. It's just like in terms of, of getting guys uh who are versatile, who can, you know, maybe bulk up and play you know, a, a linebacker or, you know, maybe even kind of maybe stay the same and, and um, you know, play the backfield, whether it's safety or corner or wherever. Um, you can never have enough players like that. And, and I mean, Jim Harbaugh and, you know, primarily Jay Harbaugh right now is killing it on the recruiting trail. So no complaints at all there with, um, you know, Jaden Smith. 
Yeah, it, you bring up a really good point about Jay Harbaugh because he was one of the guys recruiting Jaden Smith as well. And uh, Jay Harbaugh is always busting his ass on the recruiting trail each and every recruiting cycle for Michigan. And, you know, he that certainly will not be the last commitment that he gets in this class if he has anything to say about it. He's going after, I mean, the 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 top fish that he's going after uh, at the top of my mind is Gatlin Bear, the four-star wide receiver from out west and uh, the state of Idaho, the same place where he was able to get Colston Loveland in the previous cycle. So he's just absolutely destroying it on the recruiting trail. And Jaden Smith is just certainly one of the next prospects to commit uh, as Jay Harbaugh being one of his lead recruiters. So really interesting guy. When it comes to defensive athletes, I always think of a guy like Chase Winovich, where he comes to Michigan as like a linebacker or a tight end, like whatever you want to say. And then he ends up bulking up and playing the edge. So he ends up just being a total stud, gets drafted in the NFL draft. So you never really know what you're going to get out of a player until they get to campus and you really see them up close. I mean, a, a very recent uh, uh, example of that would be a Morian Walker, who was a wide mm-hmm. receiver and then just converted over to cornerback. So uh, Harbaugh certainly loves guys with versatility. And he has shown that. Uh, during his time as head coach at Michigan is he's not afraid to go after guys that can uh, play more than one role. He doesn't like the one trick ponies on the recruiting trail. So uh, really interesting addition here Um, And Michigan. After these two commitments, they still have the number two overall class on the 24 seven sports composite ranking. They are up to 19 commitments in this class, which is Pretty wild to say uh, at this time last year, they certainly did not have anywhere close to 19 commitments. Uh, I mean, it's just uh, unfathomable and it's really just, it goes to show that winning back-to-back Big Ten championships and making the CFP really makes a difference uh, when it comes to recruiting. So um, Tyler, any other final thoughts uh, before we uh, head to official visit weekend coming up here? Yeah, I guess I would just like to say, I mean, you know, you talk about Chase Winovich. Chase Winovich was a scout team tight end at the time. And, and you know, Jim Harbaugh approached him with bulk up a little bit and see if he can play the other side of the football. And, and he was able to do that and do it at a high level, really. I mean, those Michigan teams under with Chase Winovich on defense were, were really good defensive teams. Unfortunately, that unfortunate 2018 Ohio State game kind of derailed, you know, the quote, yeah. quote unquote, um, revenge tour but you know that's that's another example another example is as mike sander still who was a wide receiver uh, changed to corner safety so that's that's what jim harbaugh likes to do and you're right one trick ponies are not going to work for jim harbaugh he wants players that are versatile that can play different positions that can play special teams all that kind of stuff remember when ben mason played defensive tackle for a little bit that was crazy i mean bench mason (laughs) bench mason yeah (laughs) yes Correct. It was a wild, wild time, man. When he played D tackle, he was a (laughs) linebacker. He was a fullback. That dude was just a, yeah, he, he did everything. He was a monster, but I just think of Khalil Mullings last year. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Him too. Yeah. I mean, so many examples under Jim Harbaugh in Ann Arbor where you you get a guy that, you know, you bring him in, he, he may play at one position for a season or two, but it doesn't necessarily mean he's going to end his career there. So keep an eye on Jaden Smith and some of these other guys, like I mentioned, Mason Curtis uh, and Cole Sullivan, really interested to see 
how it pans out for these guys. But let's let's scoot over to official visit uh, weekend this upcoming weekend. It's it's the big one. It's uh, the one where all the commits get in town and and they try to convince other recruits that are uncommitted to commit to the Michigan Wolverines. They kind of identify this as victor's weekend. And for whatever reason, it's always the third weekend in June, or at least it seems that way. So uh, that's coming up this weekend. Uh, You got Jaden Davis and I mean, really everybody that you could imagine as a commit to the maize and blue, they will be on campus this weekend and they will certainly be lending their recruiting services uh, to these guys who are uncommitted because there are certainly a couple top targets that are going to be on campus as well. And let's just go right to the top of the board here, man, and uh, talk about Aaron Scott, the uh, four-star cornerback from Springfield, Ohio, listed at six foot, 170 pounds, ranked 35 overall on 24-7's personal rankings, but 56 on the composite. So there is room for him to grow as well. Uh, Number six at the cornerback spot and number two in the state of Ohio in this 24 cycle. Uh, He, I believe is just coming off an official visit to Oregon. One of his other uh, finalists here. Uh, He'll be at Michigan this weekend and he will unfortunately also be officially visiting Ohio state, the in-state school that has three crystal balls at the moment. So uh, really interested to see if Michigan can make some moves here. Uh, it, it really seems like Aaron Scott is uh, he's, he's not completely sold on Ohio state at the moment. It really seems like Steve Klinkscale and Michigan are really selling uh, the scheme at Michigan. That is a, a huge selling point in this recruitment. And I, I guess the last two seasons of beating Ohio state and uh, kind of embarrassing their secondary, really making a big difference in this recruitment. I think otherwise uh, in years past, it would have been a buck. I, excuse me, a Buckeye lock at this point. Uh, But the fact that he is still uncommitted and uh, listening to clink scale in Michigan, uh, recruiting him a really good news in my opinion. So uh, Tyler, I'll pass it to you. Um, This is really it. This is the final swing. I think that Michigan's going to have in this recruitment. So I I think it really boils down to either Michigan or Ohio state. I know he, he said a lot of good things about Oregon, about how they were one of his favorite teams growing up and, you know, yada, yada, yada. But at the end of the day, I think uh, he'll be a Midwest uh, college standout when it's all said and done. So uh, Michigan, they got to roll out uh, the red carpet and, you know, pull out all the stops here for Aaron Scott because he is a uh, really talented player, top 100 guy, a fringe top 50 guy, and certainly at a position of need at the cornerback position. They don't have any corners locked in in this 24 class yet. So uh, I I just can't understate how pivotal it would be if they were able to get him on board. But, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. And uh, I'll pass it over to you, Tyler, with uh, your thoughts on this one, because it's, like I said, really, really important visitor coming in this weekend. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely, you alluded to it already. This is the last swing that, that Michigan will have to land Aaron, Aaron Scott uh, because he's visiting Ohio State next week. Um, he, it's huge. It would be huge to get another player out of the state of Ohio. Steve Klinkscale seems to have an inroads in the state of Ohio. And then obviously with the two wins back to back and the two back to back big 10 titles and, and the trips to the college football playoffs certainly help. Um, but anytime you can get a player in the state of Ohio to at least even take a Michigan visit, that is a win for me. Um, Unfortunately, he has the last Ohio State will probably have the last say in terms of whether 
you know, if if they knock his socks off in terms of of the visit next weekend. Um, but you know, the number two player in Ohio, I mean, that's that's huge. Like you can go back four or five years ago, you wouldn't even be get a visit from from this guy. So Michigan is is making some inroads in places that that they had previously and kind of dropped the ball on. And now Steve Clinchfield is really picking it up in Ohio. And really, I mean, if you look at Michigan teams um, previously, some of the best players in in the history of Michigan football are from Ohio. So um, this is, this is huge. This would be a huge way to land him on Victor's weekend uh, this weekend in Ann Arbor. Yeah, totally. I, I completely agree. Would be probably one of the biggest pickups of, this recruiting cycle, obviously, Jane Davis will be number one until it's all said and done. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you can't understate how important getting another highly recruited and highly regarded kid from the state of Ohio would be. So uh, I'll certainly be paying attention to that one very, very closely. Let's uh, We're going to stick with uh, defense here, and we'll stick with defense for these last two kids as well. Uh, lots of really good defensive prospects coming in this weekend, but want to turn attention now to an in-state player from Belleville, Michigan, by the name of Jeremiah Beasley. We've definitely talked about him on the podcast and on maizeandbrew.com. He's a uh, four-star linebacker at 6'1", 210 pounds, ranked 322 overall on the composite number nine in, uh, or I'm sorry, 29 at the linebacker position and number six in the state of Michigan. Uh, all of the recent crystal balls are in Michigan's favor. Um, he uh, took a visit to Michigan state, uh, this past weekend will be at Michigan this weekend. And tentatively, it says that he is going to be, uh, officially visiting Missouri, uh, the weekend of June 23rd. And then after that is his commitment announcement on June 29th. So definitely circle the calendar for Thursday, June 29th. Uh, that is when he will be making his commitment public. So, uh, Tyler, I mean, this is a, a really long recruitment here for Michigan. They've been going after him for quite some time, as has Michigan State. Uh, I, I think the thing that really helps Michigan here is Chris Partridge coming back to Ann Arbor. He has been a, a force on the recruiting trail uh, as the linebackers coach, and he even said as much in a uh, a recent article with uh, 24-7 Sports. And I, I think the thing that Michigan State has going for it uh, is that uh, his brother uh, plays at Michigan State. His name is Malik Carr. Uh, he's a, a tight end there. Uh, in East Lansing. So a, a couple of good things going in each direction, but if I'm following the crystal ball and uh, where all the uh, most recent predictions are at in Michigan, I, I tend to believe that Michigan is out in front right now and uh, a really good player. And I, I know a guy that Partridge and Harbaugh definitely covet very highly on the recruiting trail. So again, I mean, this is another pivotal prospect uh, visiting officially this weekend. So I'll pass it to you with your thoughts on Jeremiah Beasley and this recruitment, Tyler. Yeah. I mean, Beasley is certainly a guy that you would think should be um, a shoe in the Michigan, but you know, with, with his brother being at Michigan state and um, you know, other factors um, it, it kind of gives Michigan state, maybe not the edge. I think Michigan has really picked up steam here recently in terms of, of where they're at with Jeremiah Beasley, but you know, another long player six one two ten out of Belleville Michigan as you did say and I mean this is this is another guy that you could if you could land I mean you you get the number six player in the state of Michigan 
um, the number 28 linebacker overall and a four star on the composite. I mean, that that is huge for Michigan. And again, it just kind of speaks to what Chris Partridge uh, coming back has done for Michigan's recruiting and also Ronnie Bellamy as well. Yeah, I mean, him, uh, they've got like an all star cast uh, for the assistant coaches on in terms of recruiting, because with with Partridge and I mean, we already brought up Jay Harbaugh. You bring up Ron Bellamy, who's certainly a capable uh, recruiter as well. And Mike Hart's really picked it up on the recruiting trail. Grant Newsom has done a stellar job at tight end and and then just to round out the offensive staff, I suppose. Uh, Kurt Campbell at quarterback and Sharon Moore along the offensive line. I mean, you, you can't really ask for a whole lot more than that. So, uh, so yeah, his, again, his commitment, Jeremiah Beasley, he'll be committing June 29th. Uh, keep your, uh, uh, calendar circled for that one. And, uh, we'll round back, uh, to that recruitment when the time comes as well. So, uh, one more guy we got to quickly talk about who is kind of an under the radar name as far as prospects go on uh, Michigan's recruiting board at the edge position. His name is Devin Baxter. Uh, we I don't believe we really talked about him a whole heck of a lot on the podcast, but just in case you're unaware, he is uh, from the state of Maryland, listed at 6'6", 225 pounds, four-star prospect at 391 overall, number 27 at the edge position, number 11 in the state of Maryland. Uh, he's already had an official visit to Rutgers. He's obviously taking his Michigan official visit this weekend. And then the following weekend, he will be at Virginia Tech, which really interesting. I feel like Virginia Tech is uh, creeping up in uh, some of these recruitments that Michigan is also in on. So uh, really interesting to say the least, but he got offered by Michigan back in February. And uh, I mean, they've been consistently recruiting him ever since. And uh, is again, not like He's not like a top edge prospect name like the guys that we've t- already talked about, like Darian Mayo and and some of these other guys that they're in on, uh, but certainly a kid to watch out for. I saw that he uh, there was a, a, a recruiting prediction in for Michigan on the on three network for Devin Baxter to land at Michigan by EJ Holland over at the Wolverine. So uh, there's no crystal ball predictions in on 24 seven. So I'm really interested to see how this weekend goes for him as well uh because with michigan and certainly needing some edge prospects uh in their class uh, they're going to be loading up i feel in the very near future um with guys like brian robinson looking to end his recruitment soon and uh just so many other edge prospects that they're in on but uh you know this is one of the more peculiar uh, recruitments as far as uh, edge prospects go. So, uh, Tyler, I'll pass it to you one more time here uh, with Devin Baxter. Really interesting recruit and uh, certainly has uh, uh, my attention uh, heading into this weekend for sure. Yeah, definitely an interesting recruit. The the thing that kind of sticks out to me in terms of his list, I mean, the only real threat I would say on on this list is Tennessee, Penn State, you know, places like that. Maybe Rutgers because he's close enough. Um, but there's no real big NIL threats other than maybe, um, you know, Tennessee. Um, so no Miami or no, um, you know, Oregon or anything like that. So that is certainly yeah. a good thing. 
uh, another four star here. So, I mean, like I said, I mean, if Michigan could get him edge, edge play is what got Michigan to beat Ohio state the first year with Hutchinson yeah. and David Ajabo. If you, if you um, are a football fan or a football follower and you don't think edge is an important position, you're dead wrong. So um, to get a guy like Devin Baxter, I mean, this would be huge. Another player out of Maryland, um, it seems like Michigan has gotten their fair share of players out of the state of Maryland. Um, and it seems to be a pretty big hot zone. Uh, Chris Partridge and Mike Elston seem to be able to, um, you know, get some players out of there. So I would say that this would be a huge victory for Michigan if they're able to land him after this weekend. Um, with how interesting this recruitment has been, um, I, I wouldn't say that it's going to happen, but I, I think there's a possibility. Yeah, and it is certainly a shot. It, it all just depends on uh, where he falls on their edge board because, like I said, I mean, Brian Robinson hasn't decided yet. Uh, Jacob Smith is still out there. Elias Rudolph picked up a, a crystal ball to Michigan. Uh, and then there's Dominic Nichols, who uh, is certainly one of their top targets as well. So, yeah, there there are plenty of dominoes to fall along the edge. Really interested to see how this one plays out because you kind of nailed it. I mean, Michigan... It, the edge position helped them uh, take down Ohio State in 2021. Not so much in 2022, but it certainly was not like a limiting factor in their victory over the Buckeyes uh, in Columbus. So it, you got to always be no. pumping out edge production. I mean, Michigan has been like edge you over the last couple of years with Hutch and Ojabo and Mike Morris. And I mean, so Quiddy pay so many other guys that have been uh, drafted. We into talked the about NFL. him already. Chase Winovich was another guy. That and was... him. Yeah. And Winnow. Yeah, for sure. I yeah. mean, he's, I mean, the, it just goes on and on there. So, but uh, Hey, that's uh, all the time we got for today. Really looking forward to a official visit this weekend, seeing how things play out. So thank you so much for listening as always, everybody. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Vaughn underscore Lozon. And Tyler, where can they follow you at, buddy? You can follow me on Twitter at SealDog91. Uh, you can follow my uh, Red Wings podcast if you're interested in hockey at uh, Grindline Pod on cool. Twitter. Awesome. Well, once again, Tyler, uh, thanks so much for uh, joining and being here. And uh, we'll certainly talk to everybody soon. But until then, everybody, uh, just keep your eyes peeled for all that's uh, going on on the recruiting trail. And uh, we'll be back next week with another edition of Future Blue.